Welcome to the Not All Better Show on radio and podcast. I'm Paul Vogelsang, and today is National Fitness and Health Day 2022. National Senior Health and Fitness Day is celebrated every year on the last Wednesday of May, that's today, as part of the Older American Month Activities. It's great. This is a great day. The day is commemorated by the Mature Market Research Center, a national level clearinghouse organization for older adults that's in collaboration with various nonprofit organizations and private NGOs, too. National Senior Health and Fitness Day is the largest health and wellness movement for seniors in the United States. It is high time that we explore the various options of physical activity available for our seniors and acknowledge the importance of nutrition and exercise for the prevention of ill health. A healthy diet boosts immunity and energy while regular exercise retains bone mass and lowers the risk of fractures as well as that of any other disease or condition. Helps with balance, too. Today's guests will do just that. Explore fitness options, goals, and activities to keep you sharp, fit, and enjoying your lives. We will be talking with event organizer Gary Ford. And in honor of National Senior Health and Fitness Month and National Health and Senior Fitness Day, we're going to do a two-part episode for you. Our first part, of course, will be with Gary Ford. And then we will talk to Sabrina Joe, fitness expert and longtime Not Old Better Show contributor. This will be a great series of shows. Part one today, part two coming up immediately after, dedicated to a great activity and event. Please join me in welcoming first to the Not Old Better Show, the organizer of National Senior Health and Fitness Day, Gary Ford. Gary Ford, great to talk to you. Welcome to the program. Thank you, and thanks for inviting us inviting me to speak about our Senior Day event. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to you about this. You, of course, are the managing director and have been the organizer for this uh, annual National Senior and Health and Fitness Day. Um, we are talking um, the night before, actually, the event. It is scheduled for the, for the last Wednesday in May, and uh, that's the spring event. You do a fall event, too. I just think this is this is so great. Maybe give us a quick kind of history of the event so that we can kind of put put sure. in context the rest of our conversation. Yeah, I'd be glad to. And again, thank you for inviting me to speak about it. Um, this is our 29th year uh, and uh, for National Senior Health and Fitness Day, and it's the nation's largest older adult health and wellness event. Um, as you mentioned, we we've always had it until uh, March 20 when COVID hit. On the last Wednesday in May, uh, we picked May. We picked Wednesday because a lot of our retail organizations who have events told us that Wednesdays are their slow retail days, <laughs> and they could invite uh, seniors in on those days. And then um, also May is Older Americans Month. Uh, the federal government has a variety of activities, and it's also Physical Fitness and Sports Month. Um, but we came up with it. We our mature. You mentioned uh, our parent group is called the Mature Market Resource Center, which is a national clearinghouse for professionals who work in senior markets and. Uh, we have uh, several award uh, programs and, and other projects, but Senior Day was uh, our, is still our biggest activity. And back, this is our 29th year. Next year will be our 30th year, which is hard to believe. But we were looking for doing some research on were there any at the time, 29 years ago, were there any national fitness events for older adults? And there there weren't any at the time, but there was one. And I'm not sure it's still around. Called uh, it's called at the time National Employee. Health and Fitness Day, and, and in those days, employee fitness and wellness was a hot priority, and it was organized by a trade association of state fitness councils, and uh, 
we sat down with them, asked them for some suggestions, and we introduced Senior Day uh, 29 years ago, and it, it just took off instantly. And um, so now this year we'll have a thousand local groups and a hundred thousand plus uh, older adults at events all over in every state and across the country on the same day. Um, the just a quick summary of it: the types of um, organizations. The National Senior Health and Fitness Day name and logo are federal trademarks, so local groups who'd like to host an event, and they do all the work. Uh, we provide sort of the umbrella of resources, and, but they do have to register with us to legally use the name and logo. And the types of groups that host events over the years uh, are wise and health clubs, re retirement communities, senior centers, park and recreation districts, hospitals and health systems, Medicare plans, and for any local group that's working with uh, seniors in the, in the community um, and has some kind of health and wellness component uh, are, are the types of organizations that host the event uh, every year. So uh, we were just delighted to um, you know, have it take off right away. And then we've, we also have state and national event sponsors. And um, what will happen tomorrow, uh, and if, if you, listeners would like to just Google National Senior Health and Fitness Day, since we've had this event for uh, 29 years, you can just Google it and see all kinds of activities over the years that local groups host. But um, we have typical activities include walks, uh, exercise demonstrations, screenings, health fairs. Uh, we're always surprised at the uh, variety of different uh, health and wellness activities that our local groups organize and, and host um, in their communities. The only thing we discourage is sort of competitive activities because that's really not the goal of the event. Uh, we really have two goals. Uh, one is to make older adults aware of the importance of regular physical activity. And then the other one is to showcase what these local groups are doing in their communities uh, to help older adults stay healthy and fit. And um, that's kind of a quick thumbnail sketch of the event. And mm -hmm. um, if I can yes. just make a quick Please. diversion yeah. here. In, in May yeah. or in March of 2020, uh, when the COVID restrictions first hit, uh, this is obviously an activity and, and we couldn't do anything in May of 2020, so we made that a virtual event, and um, thinking we could reschedule for the fall of 2020 when things would get better. But as, as we all know, that didn't that didn't happen. So um, we ended up um, last year scheduling a uh, we, we did another sort of virtual event in the fall, and then we uh, tested it again last year. And so you mentioned briefly, we now have two, this is the first year we'll have two. National Senior Health and Fitness Days. One will be the last Wednesday in May, which is tomorrow, Wednesday, May 25th. And our new second fall event will be the last Wednesday in October, which this year is October 26th. So we'll have two opportunities, and our, our feedback from the local groups are very excited about uh, being able to have two events uh, each year. That's very helpful. Thank you. Thanks so much, Gary. Uh, what are some of the goals that the local organizations, there's just locations that are all over the map. I've had a chance to look at the website and we're going to put links up to where our audience can find out more information about uh, the National uh, Health and Fitness Day and um, and of course more information about some of these these individual locations but maybe tell our audience what they can what they can expect and what some of the organizations are expecting from those that attend i think the organizations um they design their activities based on the seniors that they're working with uh the senior types of senior populations for example uh retirement community we have a lot of retirement communities who host um, you know virtually every retirement community has some kind of health and wellness uh, component to it whether it's an actual center fitness center or you know, ongoing programming so they often like to do a special event just for their residents but other communities also like 
to, to bring in potential residents by advertising uh, the Senior Health and Fitness Day. And the local groups, be they retirement communities or senior centers or park districts, like the idea of participating in a national day that uh, also gives some recognition to what they're doing locally. And that's really, as I said earlier, one of our main goals is to say, hey, this is what's going on at uh, the senior center here at this park district and uh, at this retirement community. And they they always appreciate uh, appreciate that as well. We talk an awful lot about this sh- on the show here about making fitness fun. And I think that there is really something to be said for exercising in a community, exercising in a group, kind of being together. And that seems to be what the event really focuses on, that within each one of these locations, you're doing some group exercises. There's some walking tours. There are some health fairs. But it's it's about getting together, making fitness fun, and kind of uh, exploring different fitness options. Yes, and as we learned from COVID, uh, social connections are critically important. And uh, we've missed that for, for quite some time, but um, all of us. So being able to get out, get back together with, you know, one of the trends you, uh, we had seen, there was a huge growth, just like in, in uh, um, you know, telehealth is a huge growth in uh, virtual fitness programming and so on. But that isn't, isn't quite the same as getting together with friends or family or others in your local community and, and um, being involved in some kind of ongoing physical activity. You know, we hate to use the term exercise because that, that tends to be burdensome to some people, but it's just, you know, the value is really having regular physical activity and the, and the number of health mm-hmm. benefits associated with that. Being fit is kind of a broad term, and I noticed that there's there are memory care uh, communities that are celebrating this too. What kinds of activities go on at the memory care operations and locations? Um, probably many of the same things that the other locations are having. I, I've, uh, we have a, um, a woman who does a wonderful job with um, uh, it's called Sit and Be Fit, which is uh, she's had for years a number of chair-based exercise activities, and, and she often, uh, uh, a lot of local groups will have uh, a video demonstration or have demonstrations of, of just simple things you can do by sitting in a chair with your legs and various exercise activities. Um, often in memory care facilities, you'll see um, uh, walking programs or uh, uh, nutritional activities and um there's just a wide variety of, of things that um, that they plan on they plan doing, but it's also often reflecting what their current local fitness programs are. So it may be a walk, it may be a, uh, uh, some kind of screenings and so on. Um, but we leave it up to the local groups because they're the ones who best know the senior populations that they work with. Well, we talked a little bit about you know group exercise and kind of getting the communities together and you know, kind of post-COVID, post-isolation, really, um, the value of getting together with, with one another. How do you, how, how would you tell our audience to kind of get motivated and get out there, especially those of us who have loved ones that might not be quite as eager to get out and exercise? What, what do we do to get them to improve their fitness and their, their health? You had mentioned social connections, and I think that's really a good starting point, whether you a loved one or has a friend or a colleague or neighbor who uh, uh, would get together. You know, you, you see studies on the value of continuing exercise programs that really people who are attending a class or working out with a friend or neighbor really tend to stay at it longer. It's, it's you know, it's a challenge for some people to do something by themselves, and there's no need uh, to do that. You know, there's lots of resources in the local communities for uh, senior health and fitness, the uh, YMCA's, 
uh, most YNCA's around the country have a program. I think it's called Active Older Adults. Uh, local senior centers often have programming. Uh, if your listeners are familiar with area agencies on aging, or they're called AAAs at the local level, um, they actually receive funding from the government for health promotion activities. And uh, you can contact your local area agency on aging. Uh, I think it's, there's, a, there's a number called the Elder Care Locator. It's an 800 number. And they'll give you the name of the local area agency on aging, and you can call them and ask what uh, what kinds of uh, health promotion activities you have in, in you know my local area. Of course, Ys and health clubs are another um, a huge source of that. I, I think we saw a statistic a few years ago that the fastest growing age groups joining health clubs were adults 50 or 55 plus. So, uh, um, so they all have um, programs. And then I think about over a third of all uh, seniors on Medicare or belong to Medicare Advantage programs, the Humana's, United Healthcare, AERP, and so on. And they all have uh, some kind of fitness programming um, through organizations like Silver Sneakers, uh, Silver and Fit. Uh, United Healthcare has one, a new one called Renew Active. So when you become a member of that Medicare Advantage program, uh, you often see in the fall when they advertise during the open enrollment, you get a free health club membership. So there, there, are, uh, there are free options as well. Um, through your your Medicare plan, which is a nice uh, nice program, but there there if you take a few minutes to look around, there's plenty of there should be plenty of uh, senior related fitness activities in your in your local community. Yeah, again, this is the 29th annual National Senior Health and Fitness Day. My hats off to you and your organization for for doing this with all of these other organizations. I wonder what have you seen as trends over the years? What's kind of jumped out at you as being kind of the the, the biggest trend in fitness, you, you mentioned the 55-plus age joining joining health clubs. Certainly, that's that's a great trend. What other trends have you seen in fitness and health? I think um, still by far the, the most popular fitness activity for older adults is walking. And uh, although gardening and yard work have, have been catching up, if you have a, a house and can do that because there wasn't much to do during, during the COVID uh, uh the COVID era for that. I, we've also seen a, a, more of a trend toward um, a mindfulness meditation programs, which is obviously part of a, of a fitness routine activity, but not the only necessarily the only thing. Um, I, other than just getting seniors interested in doing this, I don't think there's any other things that we've picked up on from our local group. We always survey them every year to find out what's going on. You know, um, Ideally, and this is from the CDC, the government activities, there's really ideally four components to a, a, a good fitness program, and endurance, uh, strength, balance, and flexibility. So these are all things that um, if you're designing a program or going to be involved in one, you might you might be involved in um, you know an endurance program doing walking, and you might be able to lift weights at home. Uh, balance and flexibility are critical for um, – uh, fall prevention, and uh, there are a number of local programs that, that have uh, a program related to fall prevention that's also part of an exercise and, and activity program as well. That's great. Well, Gary Ford, last question for you. I, I, know, you're, um, I know you're a granddad, and uh, I would imagine that you're probably doing some of this intergenerational activity. I know we were going to talk the other day, but there was a there was a, a a very important baseball game that took place, and so I, of course, did not want to interrupt that. But I imagine your problem, some of your favorite fitness activities, are spending those hours with the grandkids, getting them out there hustling, so that they can have a lifelong of fitness and health. Am, am I am I pretty close? Absolutely. In 
another thing I mentioned earlier too is we uh, we have a dog, and many many older adults have pets. And uh, just walking, uh, if you have a dog, just walking a dog twice a day is a is a good start for your for your fitness activity. Um, that keeps me uh, uh, keeps me uh, from gaining. Especially during the COVID era, getting a lot of extra weight that I didn't need to, yes. uh, to put on. Well, Gary Ford, Managing Director of the Mature Market Resource Center, organizer of the annual National Senior Health and Fitness Day. This is the 29th next year, of course, will be the 30th. We're going to we're gonna catch up to you next yeah. year, too. I uh, didn't mean to interrupt, but mm-hmm. the, you've got a fall event coming up, too. We can talk then, but good luck with all yeah. this. Yeah, and that's that. Fall, that's yeah. coming up in October uh, the twenty sixth, which will be the last Wednesday. Right. Yep. Again, right. just like our May events the last Wednesday in May, and the fall events the last Wednesday in October. This has been great. So nice to talk to you, Gary Ford. Good luck with these events. They're going to be happening tomorrow, and everybody will be mm-hmm. listening to the show at that time. Boy, get motivated. Go out there. Check out the website. You can find out more information about Gary Ford as well as the annual National Senior Health and Fitness Day. But Gary Ford, thanks Thank for your time. You. Thank you, everybody. And uh, have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Paul. Thanks. Bye-bye. My thanks to Gary Ford and Sabrina Joe for joining us today on the wonderful event, National Senior Health and Fitness Day, on the day of. We're so grateful for this advice and all the events across country. Please check it out. Look in our show notes for more information about National Senior Health and Fitness Day. And be well. Be safe. And let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show on radio and podcast. Stay healthy, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>